We've made it all the way through the season of Easter, and today we celebrate Pentecost. Pentecost is that day when the work of the church really began. Let's put this day into context back in the first century. Jesus had walked around and taught and gathered disciples, but then he'd been arrested. He'd been tried, he had been executed, and then he rose from the dead, and then he left once again. He ascended and left the disciples to do the work of the church in the world. Now, this kind of work is work that is not done easily. And for those early disciples, I imagine they didn't quite know what to do. Pentecost for us can be a bit romantic. We often call it the birthday of the church, and that sounds so nice. But think about that first moment. Jesus had been executed. And no matter that he resurrected from the dead, execution is still scary. Those disciples were afraid. And so they gathered themselves in safe spaces. They hid behind locked doors. They huddled together, not quite sure exactly what they were supposed to do. And into those rooms, into that locked room came the Spirit. But the Spirit was not something gentle. The Spirit was like tongues of fire. So here they are afraid for their own lives, locked behind doors, and fire comes and drops on them. This is a scary moment because nothing will ever be the same again. Some of you know that I am a little bit of a data nerd and I like to do research and I like to look at surveys and I like to see how things are going. And much of the research I have done in my career has been around the way that people engage in church. All of the research and the surveys are showing that people are gradually more and more disconnected from church communities, but remain interested in a spiritual life. It's a very interesting thing that is happening here in our world and has been happening now for a few generations. Now, prior to the pandemic, St. Michael was bucking the trend of decline and it was very heartening. But then the pandemic hit and the pandemic hit in such a way that made me very resistant to change anything. I know it feels like it was 10 years ago, but if you can recall the early part of 2020, as we sort of knew things were going to happen and things were going to have to change, I was absolutely resistant to doing anything different because things were working. I didn't want to change stuff that was working. That was so frustrating. And yet the pandemic changed everything about the way that we spend time together, the way that we relate to one another, the way that we follow Christ together. Do you remember in your own context? as that pandemic was coming along and you were beginning to understand that things would change, that perhaps things would never be the same again, it's a loss. It is scary. It does not feel good. And what was strange about my context is I love change. I like for stuff to change. I like for things to bump and grind and people to not be sort of on balance. And yet the change was too much. Instead of being bold and looking into the future, I kind of shut down. And yet the pandemic came anyway. And all of a sudden, reading today's lesson means something different to me. Because if I put myself in the shoes of those disciples 2,000 years ago, I, for the first time, really understand what it must have been like 
for the Spirit to change everything about what they did. If we look at today's reading from Acts one more time, we know that as the Spirit descended on these disciples, it compelled them out into the street. Peter became this mouthpiece for the work that God was doing in a way that is probably most surprising to him. If you think about just a few weeks before this moment, Peter denied even knowing Jesus to random strangers in the middle of the night around a campfire. And now, here at this big festival moment, Peter has been compelled out the door to preach about Jesus, to go into the streets and draw attention to the Jesus that was arrested and executed. Something incredible happened in this moment when Peter was filled so much with the Spirit that he changed for good. See, the disciples needed a bit of fuel. They needed to not be afraid anymore, and that's what the Spirit helped them to do. We at St. Michael have an inherent hopefulness. We are a optimistic community. And we don't often shy away from thinking about the future. And we may take that for granted, but I want you to know being in church work, most churches don't dream confidently about the future. Most church communities are concerned about simply surviving. We instead have welcomed this idea of dreaming about who we can still become as disciples of Jesus. We are focused on the future in a way that I do not take for granted, nor do I want you to take for granted. Consider what is coming up in the next year. We have our anniversary celebration next year, and we were supposed to have done it this year, but the pandemic caused us to postpone. But as we begin next school year, we'll be celebrating the first 75 years of our St. Michael community together. We will welcome back people who walked with us along those ways, and we will begin to dream about what we can be in the next 75 years. We will also move into a full reopening after the pandemic. Worship services and classes together and small groups and Bible studies and we will also begin to think about how our building can actually help us instead of hold us back. This kind of future focus is something that will bring new life to this community. But just like 2,000 years ago on that Pentecost day, we can let fear get the better of us if we do not hold on to the power of the Spirit. There will absolutely be pieces of us that want to stay in the past, that want to anchor ourselves to the way that things have always been rather than allowing the Spirit to fill us up and help us to change in the future. My friends, one thing is for certain, the pandemic has changed us forever. And what was happening before the pandemic wasn't working as well as it could. We get to be a church of the future. We get to imagine with the power and the strength of the Spirit who we will be in the future so that we can help to spread this gospel message to all people who need to know that church is not just something that sets rules in your life, but church is a pathway, a map, a guide forward to be the kind of people that we really wish to be. We get to reach our arms out and bring people in and help them move closer and closer to God. The future 
is where we rest our hope, not just because we may like change, but because change is coming whether we want it or not. And thank God that the Spirit walks with us through that change. This Pentecost Sunday 2,000 years ago made one thing clear. With Jesus and the Spirit inside us, we will never be the same as we have been in the past. This year, as we look forward to who we can become toward a future that is Spirit-led and Spirit-guided, we will learn that not being the same is a great gift. I thank God all the time that God loves each one of us right here and right now just as we are and that God loves us enough not to leave us here. Thanks be to God and happy Pentecost. Amen.